Welcome to Who Put This On, Season 6, Episode 6, where we watch Shark Academy, Season 1, Episode 1. I'm Chris Lorenz. This is Brian. Noah Singer. Hey, this is James. Max Aladon. If this is your first time joining us, we watch a different reality show each week where we figure out if it's good, bad, and discuss it in minute detail. Brian, what show do we watch this week? We watched Shark Academy on Discovery+. Plus. Dr. Riley Elliott is a renowned shark scientist. Eight men and women embark on an intense six-week crash course to secure a coveted crew spot on Dr. Riley Elliott's next-gen shark driving expedition. Ooh. That's a... That was a rough one for Next you. Next A little bit. They're really throwing a lot at you there. Yeah. Isn't, isn't this that Paul Walker movie? <laughs> Seems like it. Yeah. No, this is the one with uh, Keanu Reeves. John Wick? <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is kind of an interesting show. It's on uh, Discovery Plus. Uh, I don't know if you can watch episode one outside Discovery Plus. So maybe a little <laughs> inaccessible somewhere to somewhat. But. It's part of Shark Week this week or this month, and it's also somewhat of a beast for Beast Month. You know, sharks are beasts. It's a, maybe the beast of the sea, the the <laughs> apex predator. Yeah, they made several documentaries about this, uh, titled Jaws One, Two, and Three. Yeah, <laughs> what happened to four? The third was one, there a four? Third one was in three D though. You know, Jaws three oh, D. <laughs> I really never saw Jaws three D. It just it seemed oh, like too I've much. I've only ever seen the first one. I'm glad they took an opportunity to do 3D for three, unlike the Fast and Furious movie where it's like Fast Eight, or they didn't do Fate of the Furious. Just that. Yeah, that's not the only one that has committed such a, a crime. Oh, uh, Bad Boys also. The did Bad it. Boys is the worst one, I think. Yeah. For life for three. Come on. What, what was the Independence Day? It was uh... ID four two. two. <laughs> all right all right let's get to the show so uh essentially it's a competition reality show but no one gets kicked off which is very interesting i but love there could this. be only one winner but there's still only one winner so there's this dr riley elliott he is some sort of science or science shark researcher and he's doing the show to make money so he can like whatever and potentially somebody at the oh, end of the show. I can tell you why. Okay. I've been in deep on the corner in this guy. Thank God. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get to you in a second. Hold yeah. On. yeah uh, so he's got a team of four people, which we'll go over who they are. And he's putting these eight people through the gauntlet of how to do shark research. And he'll pick one of the eight contestants to win at the end. Um, and why don't you tell us what's going on in the internet quarter, Noah? Yeah. So Riley Elliott, like... Uh, I'm very torn about this guy. Um, he seems legit, but there's some things that give you some doubt. Give um, me. So he goes by Doctor Riley Elliott. He's not a doctor. Um, correct. Um, but to have a PhD per yeah. the show. Um, so he did enroll in a PhD program, but on his LinkedIn nor on his own website does it ever say he completed it. Um. Like the the language they use is, you know, presently through his PhD at University of Auckland, and it also shows not not completed on LinkedIn. Hmm. Um. So I don't know if this is a like wink wink doctor. Maybe he's getting his doctorate it's since twenty twelve. You know, sometimes <laughs> it is, sometimes it takes a while. <laughs> it, it sure can. It sure can. Um. What also stands out, 
Um, so he, he does a lot of sponsorship work, being the shark man. So that looks like how he's his main re- re- revenue stream. He's a shark guy, and people want to be like, hey, do you want to dr-? He's a Mazda guy. He's a Microsoft guy. It's like, you can do these incredible things by a Mazda, by a Microsoft. Yeah. Obviously, he's he's on Shark Week. Obviously, he's hawking for money. Like he, that is clearly what this show's about. And so, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe he really loves this stuff, and he's great. Um, the donate now button on his page does not work to donate to the conserv- conservancy for sharks. It link it links to a broken PayPal page. Oh, he must have just been too too successful. He doesn't need it anymore. Could be. Well, you know, Discovery is just going to fund him for the whole year. Um. And when you click to uh, reach out to his management, it goes to build a website with Squarespace. Um, so there's a couple things here, which makes me feel like it's a house of cards a little bit. Okay. And this guy is just really good at selling his Australian shark story. I, you know, I think he's from New Zealand. You are he, correct. Either way, this house of cards has fallen. Like, there's no semblance of anything right he now. He could just not be a tech guy. Yeah, this house of cards got Kevin Spacey'd. I think he's just not a tech guy. Like he's Could not be. actively like on his website, make sure all this stuff works. He paid somebody and they fucked it up. Like he's not out building websites. He's out there researching fucking sharks. No, I, I'm not blaming him for like trying to do this and I don't think he did it himself either. But you gotta spend like more than five dollars on this. Like he has a decent Instagram. He's got 44,000 followers, um, 44,000 and a half, to be fair. And he links to RileyElliott.com, and that's where I'm looking at this information. So, yeah, could totally be just out in the wilderness, like, doing his thing, and kudos to him. Um, but, like, scratching beneath the surface, there just leads to some questions. Well, the PhD thing is a little weird. But in the show, he claimed he has a PhD. He doesn't, like, so... Just because it's not anywhere on the the internet doesn't mean he doesn't have one. He's called a doctor. Like, I don't. You got to be a real narcissist asshole. Call yourself a doctor without a PhD. I mean, that exists, or it's like, yeah, I have my doctorate in theology or some shit. Yeah, but he would have a doctorate in shark research. He's not. He's not trying to say that he's anyway, like a medical doctor. Anyway, regardless of if Doctor Riley is a sham or not. Uh, How about that rest of the show? (laughs) All right. The the Deep on the Internet Corner tweeted us. Maybe you should tweet at him asking if he's really a PhD. Yeah. Please help us all. I was like, I really want to believe this guy's legit. Like, I'm really rooting for it. But uh, I just wish there was more evidence. I I have a proposal for you. Maybe you're not looking for the right guy. Maybe you got to search for Elliot Riley. Uh, I, I will try. You know, in New Zealand, everything's backwards. So, yeah. you know, who knows? All right. So part of the crew, that his shark crew, got Andre Musgro. He makes his intro in the show shirtless, ferrying all the contestants to the boat that everyone's going to stay at. Uh, good intro. Then we got Captain Jonathan Zeitlo. He's like, Zeit. he's like not in the show at all. Yeah, barely his, in the show. His yeah. intro. Uh, then we got Corey Burkhart, which seems to be the number two uh, of uh, O'Reilly. They talk about the contestants a lot. And then we got Matt Smirkall. Uh, he's also barely in the show. Don't know anything about him. I mean, he had a little bit of a angry moment. That was good. Yeah, I, I mean, these seem to be like legit people. Like they're the people. You're talking about his crew, yeah, right? The crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
They, they like it seems like they're doing actual shark research, which we'll get into. Well, and it seems like the key thing with these guys is their crews. Like each of them has like their specialty, right? Like one's the behaviorologist or whatever. I don't know the right terms for these things. <laughs> no, uh, it, one is the something or other data field science gatherer. Something I don't know. Yeah, one's like a behaviorologist. It's very Ocean's Eleven, where everybody has their assigned thing. I mean, there's like an assigned thing, and then like everyone just does everything. Because, sure. Like, there's only four of them. Right. Well, it's like in uh, spaceships. You know, yeah. you bring up the, the physicists, the, the biologists, yeah, and then they all gotta like make yeah. lunch. Yeah, it's like Armageddon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> really going deep on the pop culture this week. Uh, so essentially, what happens is all these eight contestants come and they go to their this boat that everyone's staying in. So there's like probably like three or four rooms here which two rooms the contestants stay in which is like a four person bunk the women are one the guys are in the other and <clears throat> so let's let's intro some of these people so we got Juliana she's 33 she's a PR consultant where's she from James very Miami <laughs> what makes her very Miami James this this first episode it comes across very much attitude She's, there's there's a certain yeah attitude carrying confidence speaking it's her way she's taking the lead she's gonna talk and she's gonna like be loud and be very visible so it's not the fact that she wears bikinis and brought a change of clothes with her while she was researching i mean that's not like that is also very miami but it's really the persona that she brings her presence that really speaks the Miami volumes. All right. Uh, then after we met Juliana, we meet Randy. Mm-hmm. He's 23. He's from Detroit. Detroit. Uh, during the show, he wears a shirt that says Detroit with a question mark. <laughs> mm-hmm. I kind of like Randy. He seems pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I would show with Randy. He seems very, like, really into it. Yeah. Like, he, is, he is really cool to be here, I feel like. Uh, then we got Cassidy. Oh, Cassidy. 31. She's a fashion account manager oh, from New York. New York. She has 200 dives, but she's never lived on a boat before. No, she's never lived. lived on a boat. I said lived on a boat. Okay. He, he did say it. Never yeah. lived on a boat. That's <laughs> okay. what I said. That's what I wrote down. Clarifying we, for we, the audience. We all heard on the show that she's never been on a boat before. <laughs> But you guys were so ready because we had this mistake <laughs> when we were watching the show. You guys were just so ready for the joke that you just weren't listening to Chris. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, has not lived on a boat before, but uh, brought so many outfits to the first expedition. She brought two giant suitcases worth she works uh, in onto the boat. She's, uh, you know, yep. playing, playing a part. But she here for the right reasons? Oh, who knows? <laughs> I don't know if she trusts the process. I, yeah, we got to trust the process. Is she here for love or just... Start him. Then we got Brad. He's 35. He's an quote unquote professional actor from LA. Mm -hmm. Do we have an internet corner? He's this guy's all over the place, right? He's tennis. He won an NCAA championship. So the internet corner is really sparse on his show. Um, One fun fact: there's not even an IMDb entry on this show. It does not exist. Um, This show really just doesn't exist on the internet it's very new july 11th on okay. discovery plus so no one has discovery plus except for brian somehow Thanks so Verizon. <laughs> brian explain to us how you have discovery plus well 
they kept emailing me that like, hey, like you can save money in your plan by just changing it. And I looked at it and I was like, huh, I can get like Discovery Plus, Disney Plus, like all for free, like with like a couple extra dollars. Uh, where? Verizon. Verizon. You didn't yeah. explain Verizon. Oh, you sorry. were just I, like, I, said that. I could save money on my plan. Like yeah. your homeowner's insurance, your <laughs> yeah. your gas plan, like like your car plan. Like, Isn't what? that like the Jake from State Farm discount or something? Or No, it's the Aaron Rodgers discount. The discount the double Aaron... check? Yeah. <laughs> just like. Are we sponsored by Verizon this week or State Farm? Apparently. A little bit of Send them the bill. <laughs> just, uh, just give me the money. Like, <laughs> come on. Happy Toyota-thon, everyone. <laughs> Uh, so like, I've never seen, I like calling yourself a professional actor from LA. Like, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't believe that every barista I've had in LA was a professional actor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no shade. Keep, so then, keep chasing your dream. Keep going. He's chasing his dream right now. And Max really tried to save himself there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm beyond saving. I'm already aware. All right. Then, we, then we've got Ren. She's 24. She's from Fiji. And she dropped out of high school because it was too square. Yeah. Ren she rules. Didn't say square. Yep. She visibly <laughs> drew the square old school style. Yeah. Is uh, she's she can't be put in that box. Very pulp fiction. Yeah. Uh I don't know. She I don't know what to say about her. Down to earth. I I feel like the producer selected her for show because she's gonna be crucial to like create a little bit of drama interesting enough a little bit different from like some of the other people not like quite as what you might expect so i feel like she's just gonna stir it up a little bit and just be entertaining but like does stand like a very legit chance like she looks like pretty legit like not to discredit her by any means it, it does seem to me like it's one of those diversity like we got to make this more of a diverse crowd and like it seems like a very you know not to be to be really racist a very white dream like you want to be work with sharks and to, you got to dig a little deeper to find, like, to get your reality TV, you know, diverse cast coming. Maybe, but, like, I got to imagine that, like, Fe- I don't know the geography of sharks, but, like, I assume <laughs> Fiji, there's some, like, marine life and things going oh, yeah. on. Like, it doesn't seem oh. totally outlandish. Oh, it's definitely, so, like, like, we're yeah. looking at Austin. He's 27. He's from Salt Lake City. He's afraid of the ocean. <laughs> like... You know, we're going. You're going a little deep here. Uh, pulling somebody who dies from Fiji is a perfectly reasonable choice. No, yeah, I'm just being very. I can't believe cheap. Austin got that dive certificate. Have we gone over Austin officially? We gotta. Yeah, let's just go over him now. Yeah, uh, all the information we just told you about Austin, plus what? Well, he's 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 never been in an ocean before at all. Before the show, he's never seen marine life before. He did he... when he was like five, but. He goes diving in a crater in Utah. Right. Yeah, which is nuts. No and animal life. Uh-uh. He was uh, he was struggling on the show. But he, you know, he was scared to get in the ocean. There's definitely parts of the shark thing that he just did not do well with. But I, I, I have faith in it. I think it'll do well. Yeah. yeah. You got to have some I, drama in episode one. I, I, okay, how much of this drama do you think was fake? I don't think it was fake. It was just overhyped. Seventy percent was fake or overhyped. Yeah, that's that's fair. I think like he him he was legit scared of the ocean. Actually, probably the sharks. That's good. I don't know. Quick update uh, on on the corner. So I think we're gonna get get somewhere. Um, Discovery dot com does list out each contestant's full name, um, which is catnip. So (laughs) giddy up. 
the internet corners on the hunt. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, after we got Austin, we got Sophia. She's 24. She's a dive instructor from Fort Lauderdale. Um, would you say that Fort Lauderdale, like somebody from Fort Lauderdale has a different, like, uh, she's not like very Miami. Like there's it's a true, very no. big difference. <laughs> even though there are comes like, across as very Fort Lauderdale. I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead so, and say that I'm going to own it. I'm going to ride with it. Cause here's the thing. Much more reasonable person, personality coming across. <laughs> uh, no, seems like she knows her shit. Has been around the marine life, knows some stuff. Very also normal for Fort Lauderdale, I would say. Uh, more more typical, like more people are kind of into that. You have less of the like, you know, sort of mega boom of like Miami, which is more of the like metropolis kind of area. Yeah, I mean, just to clarify, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale is only like an hour from Miami or less, depending on traffic. Oh yeah, it could be it, ten it, minutes or three hours. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mental model of Fort Lauderdale is it's a lot older people. Is that true? False? Not really? Mm, not very true anymore. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. Uh, fun fact about Fort Lauderdale. It's where majority of the people that are on the Below Deck franchise, uh, most of them live there. A lot of yachties there. Cool. Really? It's like a yachty hub. Wow. Is that that where the, the rapper comes from? Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty. If you're like, Maybe. if you work on these super yachts, right, but you're like going all over the world, do you have to pay Florida state taxes then? Uh, yeah, there is state tax. It, uh, it, it, th- there's no property taxes in Florida. I'm trying to remember. It's is been there a while. income tax in Florida? I feel like there was not, but I am not a tax expert. Usually it depends if you're there for more than half the year. Right. Like people who are really doing like trying to tax things, they like, Make sure there's records of, like, where they are in each day and, like, the majority of the day so then they can have proof of, like, nope, I was here for 150 days. Well, I, yachting season isn't that long, so maybe uh, Well, so fun thing, I, read, I don't know why we're going deep into the yachting season, but I'm going to continue it out. It turns out the average yachting season is uh, six months and not six weeks, oh. as the show would have you led to believe. Oh, yeah, the other, the other part of that they're actually having like doing normal yachting and not show yachting. Yeah. It's also sort of the six months is kind of related to like the weather patterns. So like you're just going in like the best weather conditions for like these areas, right? The Caribbean, the Med, whatever. Right. You know, you're yeah. in for six months. You run your thing, and then you're out. That doesn't make the most sense because like you're already dealing with like a dangerous situation, these sharks, and then you don't want anything else to get in the way. What? <laughs> like, it's true. There are a lot of shark incidents for below. De- no, it's, I have not seen any shark incidents yet. Oh, like if, you, if it's like, oh, like the best weather, it's not going to be like rain or storms or anything. Like it's just going to be. I mean, you try. I don't yeah. think you can really get away. Anyway, no. let's get back to the show. Let's let's get into our final contestant, Ryan. He's 28. He's an accountant from LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I wrote down about that guy. Um, so. Yeah. He's uh, now rep though by a professional talent agency company. So um, he's a professional actor. He uh, he has it on his LinkedIn bio. I'm mean, not LinkedIn. Um, Instagram bio. He's like the first two lines. Um, at Sky Talent at ERA Talent info at talentmanagement.com. <laughs> like he he's trying to make that transition. Well, maybe he always was because he's in LA. That's true. Um. Yeah, he seems to be trying, R- real trying. All right. So then we get into this meat of the show. So they're on this boat that they meet. 
day one seems pretty lame. They don't really do. There's no like day one party like there usually is. Yeah. It's also to be clear, this boat to paint a little picture is like a research boat. It is not a what you would call a P Diddy style yacht or some kind of. Yeah, we're not talking about like below deck style. Definitely not a below deck. Although it would be really fun to see a party on this little tiny boat. Okay, I did write down the question: How much alcohol do you think is in this boat? Decent amount. Doesn't seem like a lot. You don't go to sea without uh, alcohol, Brian. Right, but that's also a research vessel. So, like, where's the balance? The rules still apply. Scientists like alcohol. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Uh, There's a lot of downtime, um, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. So, day two or day one, I don't know what they called it. Uh, they go into this, like, Caribbean. They go meet these Caribbean reef sharks. And they all go out snorkeling on this line. And they have to kick these sharks away. And this is where, like, Austin, I believe it was Austin, said, I can't believe we're going to do this. Like, like it was crazy. And this crazy. is, like, day one. The dude has never been in the ocean nor seen a shark before in his life. And they're just telling him to jump out of the boat in a circle of what must be at least 30 to 50 Caribbean reef sharks. Yeah. They're just swarming there, and he was the first one out. And good size ones too. Like I don't know, these were probably what between eight ten feet, right? Yeah, yeah, they're big sharks. They're not baby sharks. Yeah, they no, no, no. The average was like nine point eight feet or something. Yeah, like they're bigger shark than any shark I've seen. I think. Yeah, big boys. They're big sharks. Uh, and they said that <laughs> that a line of people sharks respect that. Yeah, that was kind of interesting <laughs> to learn. It's just yeah. like, how do you figure out that like a line of people flapping their feet? Makes sharks stop and respect it. But a single person, no, no, no. Well, they made it seem like Riley went out also by himself right next to them, which is like. That's a very good point. So, like, did he go out right next to them? If he did, it seemed like a much safer situation than they made it seem. Like, who knows these Caribbean reef shark? Like, they might not have bitten a human in their whole entire written human history. Like. Who knows? I don't think Jaws respected the line. Yeah, but this <laughs> Jaws is <laughs> for Jaws. This is the lunch buffet. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the thing. Jaws only went after boats and single people. Oh, that's true. He went. Out, he went big. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that, he that respects the line. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Uh, that's the thing with these shows is you're like you just like raise your eyebrows. You're like I don't know. That is like. They, just, they have to tee it up a little bit, whereas like a documentary can just be like, hey, we're out here. It's pretty safe. Like, but, you know, you need more footage. It's not like as like overproduced. Like this show is very overproduced in that way. Uh, I, I have a uh, Internet corner. Uh, Caribbean reef sharks have 27 attacks on humans, four of them unprovoked. Oh, in history. Ever. ever. Yes. Yeah. So 27 doesn't seem that bad. Yeah. Yeah, and most of the time you just have to be like water boxing or like threatening the shark just to like get an, evoke a reaction. So yeah, and like maybe it was one shark who did it twenty seven times. Maybe you know, giving a bad <laughs> name for all the others. Asshole. Yeah, he's got that human blood. He got yeah. that taste for human Yo, blood, guys. I think that's Jaws four. Just uh, Jaws, <laughs> just one bad apple. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, and that was day one. That that seemed pretty well. Like Austin struggled, but everyone else seemed to like leave a great time seemed yeah uh so then we move on to day two they go to this mangroves where it's kind of like an underwater forest ish place and there's like baby lemon sharks that like hide under these like tree these like tree root kind of things mm-hmm. uh and they're there to measure and weigh them 
So like day two was them like just like they're at a pen with a bunch of them in them and they were like all of them picked up a shark and like tried to do some measurements. And again, Austin had trouble with this. He let the shark go and he was reprimanded and we're moving pretty fast here. Like day two, we're we're touching the sharks. We're doing like research, like baby research, but somebody shit like somebody needs to do. Like, yeah, they're they're getting into it. Yeah. Um so that was cool. And then day three, we they have is really the meat of this episode where they do two teams and they set up a giant gill net, uh, which is just like a giant net to catch the fish in the water. Shark. Fit sharks. So they catch these sharks and then they bring them, they catch them, put them in a bucket, bring them to a boat, weigh them, tag them and let them go. And, uh, that was kind of the end of the episode. There was a couple minor drama going on in here. Power struggles. <laughs> Some, somebody Juliana, being, somebody being very Miami. Juliana and Brad. Oh, we got to get into the Juliana-Brad situation, Go right? Get, do it. Oh, my God. So Juliana, who we've well been over, is very Miami. Really is, like, just taking on, like, team lead. Taking on that role, you know, right by the horns. And Brad seems to also be really one that team lead role. And he's not really ex- excited about it. But he's kind of giving it a go. But Juliana, not having any of it. It's like, why is this thing not working? I got this plan. What are you going to do? Blah, blah, blah. Just constantly, constantly. And then, of course, Brian, what must it be? It's because Brad's a man. That's clearly the problem. <laughs> I mean, usually a good attribution. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's not because he's a guy. Yeah. But I'm just saying, Juliana was very quick to go there. So we got there. And that's really kind of like the whole thing. It just kind of keeps p- playing out for like a really long time. And it's and never really resolved in this episode. Really isn't. No. It just keeps going. I mean, Brad's getting frustrated. Juliana's getting frustrated. They're not doing great. They're not getting a shark for a long time. Uh, I mean, and the, what's it? Riley knows. Like, Riley's like, well, these people are bickering. Can't have any of this. We need, we need team cohesion here. But we're in a reality show, so we can't have team cohesion. No. So we're in a catch twenty two. That's always every reality team show telling about the communication. There's a communication breakdown. What wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> every well, show. Well, it was interesting because this their the team they were in, I believe it was their team that didn't put the gill net in straight. Right. Yeah. That was much of the debate. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I believe this was also the team that like the gill net was in fifteen for fifteen minutes and they got reprimanded because you have to check this gill net every fifteen minutes. If you have the shark in too long, it could die, uh, yeah. as they claim. Yeah. We're, we're, the shark's got to keep swimming to stay, stay alive. That's how they uh, like breathe and like, true, do all that gills. stuff. Really? Right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's why they're always swimming, even when they're like sleeping. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Yep. You haven't watched a lot of Shark Week, have you? No, I have not watched Shark Week. Yeah, no. so that's kind of the grueling part of this challenge, right? They got to check the net or walk up and down this like really long. Like, yeah. How long was it? It was like. 25 yards or more? It was long. It was, yeah. Like, sizable and in the water. So, you're just trudging through this muddy, deep water at night, which I don't know if we've mentioned. We didn't mention. It was, like, six hours. It was, like, a long time. It was, was like, they set it up at, like, 5, and at, like, 10 p.m., they were halfway through. So, like, they didn't show what time it was when they stopped, but, like, it was a long time. Yeah. I have a pet peeve with this bickering situation. Here's my pet peeve. So the other team gets it perfectly straight, set in this gill net, but they never clarify. There's never any mention of like what they did to like do that correctly. 
And Juliana also was just kind of arguing, but never offered a solution. And I don't know if this was just producing. And so that's kind of my pet peeve. I also don't know what, A, what does it fucking matter if it's straight? And B, can't you just pull it taut like any other string and then it's straight? Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter. It His really doesn't. doesn't matter. Right. Like, none of this really fucking matters. Can you catch the shark? Can you get the shark? Can you put it in the bucket? Can you measure the shark? Right. Can it's, you tag it seemed the like shark? they were worried about stuff for like no reason. And they're like, all right, I don't get well, it. Well, I mean, I, it was just them putting shit that normally doesn't matter into the reality show because there was nothing else to fill the time. Mm. I think it needs to be straight to get the most coverage. Yeah, I mean, but like you're walking this thing every 15 minutes. Just walk it straight. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like, what do you, like it's not like you're going to walk this thing anyway. It's like, all right, this time we're going to, I got to the end. Let me give it a good pull. Let, let me walk this S curve. And just because that's how it's set up. Like, we can't move it. I don't want to keep walking. <laughs> just like, like this is this is my main complaint with the show. is just like this manufacturer drama that it didn't need. It really just We're just yeah. like, oh, I'll send a little trouble. Like, these guys had a little fight. But like, they did it overall really cool. Good, but like Riley didn't say that. He just focused on the negative. Like this could be a very positive show. They yeah. could great pottery this, and I would have a blast. Yeah. Oh, they, no, you can't great pottery this show. There's no way because the pottery show in that line of reality, you're bringing like real experts to demonstrate their craft. This is more of like taking the gum shoes and trying to turn them into experts. Sure, but you can have people building each other up and helping each other, and yes. not. Normal yeah. American reality bullshit. Mm. And I think I like American reality bullshit a lot. And I think it doesn't fit this format at all. Mm. Personally. I, I, I see what you're saying. Like, it's okay you drop that shark. It's okay. You'll measure it next time. Yeah. Bob Ross this. I mean, to be clear, I don't think that you need to baby the contestant. No. Like, you could still make it a teaching moment. Yeah. But that's different yeah. from, like, focusing on this, like, meaningless drama stuff. Yeah, but, like, okay, you... But you also don't need to like say, "Oh, you fucked up." You, you know you messed up. Like, why just build them up? Like, you'll get it next time. Yeah, I feel like Discovery doesn't have enough money to deviate from the reality playbook. They probably just give to every producer and be like, "Follow this. <laughs> insert shark. Insert horse. Insert donkey. Insert a cat. Just follow the goddamn playbook." But like, this does deviate though. They're not kicking anyone does off. It? That's true. You're right. You're so, like, right. it's not like, oh, well, we got to, like, really build up this Austin problems because yeah. we're kicking Austin off. I have a you theory. don't need to do that. Right? I, have, I have a theory on how come the PDF is too large, so they had to cut out the last chapter, and they had to make it up on the fly, and they got it wrong. Uh, what? <laughs> the you... reality playbook. PDF is too large. <laughs> you really went deep in the playbook. <laughs> You're okay. making too many met- – you're going too deep on the metaphors in your head. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, I'm that was myself. terrible, Noah. <laughs> oh no! You better bring them. Get better next time. We've only done two hundred and some of these things. It's okay. We need Noah. you to be better. It's okay, Noah. You'll get it next time. Thank You'll you, Brian. It. Thank you. I'm going to join the Brian Pottery Show. <gasps> yeah. Screw this other American show. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind. That's that's kind of the the whole episode, really. Yeah. Um, there was kind of interesting of the interstitials. Like people were playing cards, and it looked like people are going in and out to play to do their interstitials in their bedroom, because it seems to be there's not a lot of room on this boat. It's a small boat. I can't believe they were doing the confessionals 
just in their bunk room. That's a four person bunk room. Like I can't get over this. This is some tight quarters on this on this boat. Oh yeah, like these people do not know each other, and they are living very tight. Uh, and two of the women brought so many clothes. Oh, which where we gotta is, talk where about. is oh, yeah. all that? Where is all that stuff in the ocean now? Mm-hmm. I okay. Throw it overboard. Okay. Here's the real question I have: What the hell did the producers of the show tell the people to pack? Or like, what what do these people think they were showing up to? Because they arrived from on a plane in the Bahamas. And these people were like wearing jackets and like full double like humongous suitcases. Like, what is going on? You hear that you're going to be on a reality show in the Bahamas, and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to be going to you know, parties in paradise or mm-hmm. something." Not you know? even that. Like, they just missed the detail about the boat. Like, I would definitely be like, "Yeah, we're like we're just going on expeditions every single day." And I would come back. I would have shown yeah. up, and I would have expected a more baller boat. If I'm going to be completely honest, that's fair. Right. Uh, one person did say as they were getting on the like boat is like, oh, I've never lived on a boat before. So they knew they were living on a boat. They maybe assumed it was like a, you know, ball of boat, below like, deck, below deck style boat and not like a research boat, which is considerably smaller. Yeah, but it, ma- it makes sense because like the whole thing, he's trying to find someone to join his re- research team. Right. Like, so it's very appropriate. Well, that's what I want to know. Like, do the contestants, do they know, like, when they were packing their clothes? Because, like, part of me is just, like, this was irrelevant. The producer could have totally just avoided this and been, like, here's your outfits. Like, it's all just, like, research uniforms or whatever, right? And, like, none of this matters. Oh, that's not how that works. No, no, no. Here's what you do. You get those research uniforms. You get sponsorships. Put that all over the place, and you're making money. It's like a life life aquatic. What, for the 10,000 people that watch this show, Brian? Yeah. (laughs) 10,000? What do you think? This is successful? <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> this is, I mean, like, Discovery, if you're on Discovery itself, you know, probably like, I don't know, a really good show is probably a one, maybe a point five. This is Discovery Plus. Yeah, that's why I gave it a point oh one. Yeah. I <laughs> like, know. I feel like that's a that's a valid ranking for how many people. And sh- people love Shark Week. This premiered on Shark Week. Uh, it probably got a lot more than ten thousand. I was yeah. I was lowballing it. Yeah, yeah. They, and they had uh, the Jackass Sharks. Yeah, right. Um, we should have done that. We didn't know that existed yeah. before this. And they had um, what's her name? Um, Tiffany Haddish Shark, I think type type thing going on. Like, what? if you really love Shark, and this was also Shark Week, I believe was free. Discovery oh, Plus. Oh wow, mm, game changer. That's a good so, hook. Like, you could have easily watched this. Anyway, no one cares because we don't have any information on what that is. <laughs> no. Uh, but I, I forgot where we were going with this. Oh, well, one thing about with their their outfits is that they got chastised because the, the women came out in like bikinis and like denim shorts. Denim shorts. And he's like, you're going to be in water for eight hours or whatever. And you're coming out in denim shorts. And then they got chastised. They got made fun of because they brought a change of outfit with them. And it's like, well, what do you want? They, yeah. I think they just didn't tell them what they were doing for the like. Yeah. So it's like 6 a.m. You're like, all right, get dressed and get on a boat. And they don't tell you what you're going to do. You're like, all right, I guess. What do I wear for this thing? What are we doing? There was a big let's get dressed up montage, but that was probably hammed up by the producers themselves. Yeah. yeah. Then there's also this fact that you're going to be on this reality show and you want them followers. So you got to look good for them followers. So you got to wear in those bikinis. Can't be wearing them shirts. Like, that's just, you know, that's how this works. I feel like this is where Ren really, like, struck gold. Ren's like, 
I packed very light. I brought a bunch of like research attire. I'm good to go. Well, I mean, she's. I think she's naive to the reality show game here that she's in. That's she's so refreshing. I like it. She's inadvertently stepped herself into this. But the thing is that we have other people that know exactly what they're in for and exactly goals that they want. Like, you know, they might really want this shark thing, but if the shark thing doesn't work out, you just become like Noah's mom, an influencer, and like sell all the shark stuff, you know? Yeah. I still feel like why not bring a change of clothes? It's just an extra pair of clothes. Like, what does it matter? I don't know. Because they're dressed very inappropriately. Like, bring it's, a, it's, like it's a also change. just a bikini. Like, it takes, like, two inches of room. I don't think it was the bikini that was really the problem. I think it was the jeans. Yeah, that was dumb. But uh, who cares? Uh, jean short, shorts are always a fashion faux pas. You never, you never jean shorts. To be clear, Brian, we don't care. It's just the producers <laughs> made such a point of making yeah. it a thing on the show. That this all could just easily been avoided if these people were told, like, hey, this is the plan for the day. You're going to go be in the water for 12 hours. Like, you should probably dress appropriately. I think it just shows how much the producers fucked up in trying to guess how good the show would be. They had 72 hours of content. They needed to fill 44 minutes or whatever it was. They couldn't, they couldn't even find enough shit to put in. So they had to go to this. But we can talk about this production schedule right now. Oh. They, they say this thing is six weeks long. We only saw three days, three or four days. It's unclear what day one yeah. it was. But, you know, that's a lot. That's like very little for like a, you know, six week long thing. Like if, if this keeps going, you're going to have uh, how many episodes is that? That's a lot of episodes. It's about 12. It's like 12 episodes. Give or take, There's yeah. no way I'd watch this thing for 12 episodes. No, that, that'd be tough. It's exactly 14. But yeah, like. I, I don't even think it's like going to continue past six. Like, they got to be doing time skips. Like, it's definitely got, like, one like one episode a week sounds perfect. Like, then you don't need to have this forced drama. It's just, like, them training and more training and more training. Like, this is there's too much forced drama in this show. It's really, really what it comes down to. Why do you always have to add this bullshit? Because that's what people want. It's the PDF. Give them what they want. Give, them what, give the people what they want, Brian. Uh, should we get to questions? Yes. Anyone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's move it along. All right. Who's the worst person? Juliana next. <laughs> <laughs> it's Juliana. Juliana. You're right. So, so are we? Are we saying that if you're very Miami, you're the worst human being? No, just if you're this lady. What? What if you're Riley and you're saying you're a doctor, but you're not a doctor? Oh, then you're a hot garbage person, and I hope you catch COVID. Yeah, I, I really hope he <laughs> is. <laughs> um, but it also looks like he's been able to parlay this, like. On his Instagram, he claims to be the executive producer of Shark Week. The whole fucking week. He could be. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, kudos to him for, like, parlaying, whether it was true or not. I mean, at least he does have a master's in it, you know? So, he's got some bona fides. Is, is that, that like the kids say? I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> is it all yeah. a lie? Yeah, who knows? But uh, So, the internet yeah. corner, you still don't have any extra information. Um, I, I mean, I assumed his own website would have, like, really screwed it in or at least his linkedin um neither and i don't what else am i gonna i mean i guess i could go to the university of auckland and try to see like if uh, they publish people who graduated phd <laughs> program i didn't go that step and that'd be a little difficult on my phone did you ever find out if that guy was a real actor or not yeah he is um so brad is a real actor he actually he's been in a lot of things um i think i uh, probably a bunch of small parts but he has a pretty long list of uh filmography going back for almost a decade Okay, there we go. Yeah. I, I mean, that's one thing we didn't really talk about is that, like, 
there's a good mix of people that are like 30s and 20s, which a lot of these shows are usually filled with, you know, a lot of people in their early 20s because they can take a couple months off work and like do these reality shows. And it seems like the people in their 30s like really have to want to do this. Like it's like really got to take a stab with their jobs for this show. Yeah. I mean, if let's say the show six weeks, maybe you got to do seven weeks like. Yeah, but you still got to take that six, seven weeks is like, you know, you got to take a sabbatical. Your job's going to oh, yeah, like, 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 job's got to let you do it. Like, yeah. it's not just like, a, hey, I'm going to quit my job at Costco so I can go be on this show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Brad's a real actor. Um, look him up on um, the Instagrams. I do, I do find it funny on his Instagram. He changed his name. His name's like Brad Beddingfield or something. I forgot his last name. But it, on his Instagram, it's like Brad, quote unquote, shark Beddingfield. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right. So then we got Apex downgrade for the host, Mr. Riley. This is Apex, right? Well, who knows yeah. what to believe? I don't but know what's like, real. If he's the executive, if he's an executive producer of all of Shark Week. Right. But then again, like. If you don't, if you're the executive executive producer of Shark Week and you don't give yourself a show, what are you doing? Well, I mean, he's probably the executive producer because he gives himself his own show. <laughs> Chicken yeah, situation. Show. I'd say it's probably apex for him. Like, okay, I'm fine with that. You know, you don't quit six weeks of your research or like to train these people for like if you really love research. Like, if he, research is like your your passion and goal. Like, this is like your money. This is your way of like. So you fund that research. Yeah, yeah. no, you're funding like, it, but like let's be clear, he has not stopped his research. This is his research. Like he just got other people to help him with it. Yeah, but like mm. there's a difference between like training people for six weeks and like doing your own uh, six weeks. Totally. Like, you're doing a lot less research. I okay, what if his research is how do humans react to being bitten by sharks? Oh. <laughs> These it, it, he's doing his research and they're his experiments. <laughs> that would be amazing. If there's he gets his PhD because of the show, that'd be great. Uh, All along, <laughs> they were the experiment. What a twist! So okay, like I don't know if we've got we we got to get into some point. This is pretty m- minutia, but sure. What the hell the are mi- the stakes of this show? The minor minutia. You get to moment. join his crew. Yeah, you get to work with him. There are no stakes. He it, could say you win, and then the next day, like you're fired because you're not good. It, it is Shark Tank, and uh, not not. It is uh, the Apprentice, right? For Riley, that is that is the pitch. Like you win the show, and you get to join his team for a quote expedition. Yeah. Okay, I I know how to make James understand what the stakes are. Oh, I understand. No, I'm just in shock. No. Okay. Consider the following: You go on a reality show. Who hosts it? It's Turtle. He says, if you win, you can join my entourage. <laughs> That's basically what's going on here. Yeah, yeah but like... <laughs> I, I compared it to the movie Invincible. <laughs> but the thing is, is like all these shows where you get to be part of like the crew or like you get to be in this company or you get a shot at being in this company. It's like it rarely works out for those people to be in the company. Like sometimes it does. Like the Creature Shop Challenge, I think that people... He's still there. He's still working at oh, yeah. at uh, Jim Henson's uh, mm-hmm. company. But like, he had never worked out for anyone. The Apprentice, it, like, the, the like... Oh, what the, about uh, Omarosa? <laughs> yeah, she went to the White House. <laughs> it worked out. Did she win The Apprentice? No. She did not. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> <it's> like, 
<laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure she didn't win. It's just like those things rarely work out. And I, this is just like, this is just a way for him to fund this research, really. Do you think they're going to bring The Apprentice back? No. Obviously not with, you know, the scumbag. They did. They did? Yeah, yeah they already brought it back. Oh, right. Where have you been? Yeah, uh, but then that was it. Yeah, yeah, it was only one season. I, I, I feel like Mark Cuban could hold the show. I could see it being... Mark Cuban just, wants nothing to do with Donald Trump. He yeah. hates the guy. No, no, but... He doesn't want anything to do with that brand. I think he'll steal it and make it... His, they won't call it The Apprentice. call it The Mentor or some bullshit. Well, yeah, he'll just do his own show. He has nothing to do with The Apprentice, and so it's not The Apprentice. But it'll be held... Uh, All right, let's move on. Yeah. You got God. Uh, Any other fi- favorite minor Muno show? Brian, you got one? I really loved that Juliana would, like, drag in that suitcase through the ocean, and... There were so many other ways you could do this. Like, you can kind of just, like, float it. You could, like, put it on top of your head so it doesn't get wet. Like, but she's just, like, dragging it. Like, no, <laughs> like no. with the wheels. Like, yeah. a wheel, yeah. like a normal suitcase. Uh, one part of the episode I really liked was when it ended. <laughs> that, that could be uh, one. Uh, I liked when anytime the, like, Riley had an interstitial or, like, his, oh, like, fuck. interviews, it was, like, they used, like, some sort of weird lens where, like, his face is huge. It, it takes was, up... <laughs> <laughs> it takes was, up all the y-axis it's insane it was so hard to like like pay attention or care what he says because it was so big <laughs> i was just is very jarring i'm gonna go uh minutia that didn't happen uh twist this up a little bit um the uh want to hear baby shark during the amount of times they say baby lemon shark on the show is very strong there and, is no way you can pay that licensing fee like, even for, like, a second. Like, no way. Right. But it, they could have made, like, something that's, like, close to it, you know, <laughs> not do There's, it. like, a million different versions of Baby Shark on YouTube. What do you mean? Like, you can't get, like, the, the billion view Baby Shark version. You can make your own version. I personally. It's like a folk song. I did not even make that connection at all, which is wild because I absolutely should have. I just didn't. Yeah. Um, for everyone who's listening, um, that song will leave your head about tomorrow. All right, uh, we got drinking rules. Uh, I mean, we got to do the classic. Anytime you see them drink, you drink, which yeah. I feel like it's going to happen. Didn't happen in this episode. Yeah, drink that. yeah that's uh, Didn't happen in this episode, yeah. but as James pointed out, they're on a boat. There's going to be a party night, and it's yeah. going to happen, and you're going to have to drink. Well, they, they alluded to that flirting will take place in this season. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> no, what's your drinking rule? Um... Every time you learn something about a shark, take a drink. All right, Brian, what do you got? Finish your drink if you see Andre with a shirt. <laughs> uh, Max, you got a drink? Nah. Uh, drink. Uh, uh, good drinking. Anytime you see a shark, take a drink. Every oh, buddy. Anytime you uh, repeat a word said in a, in a New Zealand accent, take a drink. Oh, that's going to kill me. Damn. Maybe this is just me, but every time you forget if it's Elliot Riley or Riley Elliot, take a drink. <laughs> uh, James, you good? Well, you kind of stumped mine, which was going to be every time someone says the word shark on the show. Oh, take a that's sip. so no, many. No, well, no. you said every time you see a shark. There's, so, okay, yeah. wait. To there's like 20 role, sharks though. in a scene. Yeah, right. No, every time there's a scene with a shark. Not oh, okay. the like not number shark. of sharks you see okay. on one scene. It's like, oh, there's a shark scene. Take a drink. Okay. And like, you know, they cut away, they come back, you can take another drink. I don't care. 
So how hard, drunk hard mode be? will be uh, every time someone says shark. Hard or mode. for every shark you see. Or for every shark you see. <laughs> yes, Brian. I, I have a suggested question. What is everyone's favorite shark fact from this show? Did anybody ever be down? Shark, shark fact? Yeah, uh, there, I, uh, there, there was weren't not a lot. That many shark facts. There were a lot of shark facts. It was like, oh yeah, average thing like this. I, I, I got I, one. Um, you can tell it's a male if it has two flaps, two uh, graspers. Yeah, oh. thank you. I like the fact that uh, that one shark has only ever attacked human twenty-seven times. Yeah, fact. See, <laughs> fact. Not we. Not we learned in this episode of Who Put This On. Not necessarily <laughs> this episode of TV. <laughs> Uh, that like uh, Caribbean ridge shark will detect reef. your heartbeat. Reef shark uh, will only can detect your heartbeat from three feet away. Three like when feet. When three you're right feet, in front of guys. It. Three <laughs> feet. Yo, that's three feet more than you got. Oh, that's way more than you got. <laughs> can't detect yeah. it out of two feet, two inches from you. <laughs> COVID did not treat that shark well. Nope. No. If I had a tool, I could probably do it like much further than three feet. Maybe. And what kind of tool? Like. Know, spy thing so, so, something like, to do it a like giant stethoscope <laughs> <laughs> giant stethoscope is probably yeah. right I, I learned that baby lemon shark was a thing yeah i don't i didn't know what a lemon shark was no idea yeah. now yeah. I, i'm curious is there a lime shark no idea seems unlikely uh, yeah when the baby lemon shark leaves leaves a lot you know does it just break down who knows all right, we haven't done this question in a while, but uh, what show? What's the show's parents? <laughs> what shows inspired the show? We talked about The Apprentice. Yes, and the parents are very clear, super what, clear. What, what are they? It's Shark Week and The Apprentice had a baby pop out the show. Here, here's the one thing I can't think of any other shows where nobody gets knocked off. It's true. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, rare. I'm just, yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't, I'm not aware of any. So, like hmm. a blow deck kind of thing, where but it's not there's competition. A, but there, yeah, but there's a winner at the end. No, no, I'm not saying that there is, but in that show, but like it's it's if blow deck there was a right. winner at the end. So there's definitely some hints or similarities with blow deck, but pretty minimal. Like you know, the fact that they're on the boat, they're living like that kind of stuff is like reminiscent, but mm. and, and the drama, like obviously a yeah, bunch the, of the drama. the drama. I feel like the drama. They're really hinting at that. I mean, there was a this on this season on some hot tub action, so got to tune in for that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only show that comes to mind is what we did within Beast Month. We got to throw it out the Beast Month. What we're doing? Um, two shows ago, Alone the Beast. <laughs> um, <laughs> the contestants don't get kicked off; they, they just have to survive. But it's a very different format. Of one episode is different contestants. Totally different. Like, like but like, I'm trying to rack my head on. But Any like the shows, right? that show, you were out thirty days for one episode. This one's yeah. six weeks. That's not much longer than thirty days. No, this is three days an episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, same amount of time too. <laughs> All right, uh, penultimate question: Would this show be better as a Quibi? Yeah, you think so? Just each each Quibi isn't a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> there's 30 Quibi or there's <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you'd lose interest so quickly because you'd watch one or two and be like, OK, like, are, are you saying on. you are going to keep interest if you watch this? I'm just saying this show has more potential to, like, give you the, you know, give you some of those hooks to keep you coming back. Sure. I agree. I think there's eight, eight people. Just it doesn't work as a Quibi. If it was like two people, you could maybe do it as a Quibi. 
Also, I was, I was thinking the same thing. Like, you can get away with this Apprentice Meet Shark Week thing, but you have to like, do, like, one person focus, two people max. You can't introduce eight people to Quibi and keep it just doesn't work. No. All right, eight let's... people plus the crew, like, plus, like it's too many people. There were yeah. so many people. Who's going to remember Elliot Riley? <laughs> All right, let's get into our favorite question. We got ratings. So we do a stack. <sighs> Is the psych out? I thought it was going to be, would it be better if they're naked? <laughs> we don't do that question <laughs> normally. It. Sharks are already naked. Right, the sharks are naked. Why aren't the people naked? Because uh, then it's easier to bite their genitalia, and that is not a show I want to watch. I mean, they did show a lot of skit in the show that they don't necessarily need to show. Yeah. It's a reality show on Discovery. Yeah, uh, the, no, the camera know. guy had oh a heavy camera, it seemed like. The camera guy was having a ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he definitely seemed to be like a weird, like, you know, there's a butt person or like a boo person. There's a lot of like vagina shots. Yeah. It was very weird. I mean, I mean, moreover, you know how like in in the cartoons, the, the you know, Tom and Jerry, the cat, his eyes come out and looks at the boobs and then they scan down and they go back up again. Awuga, yeah. That's kind of what was going on here. Very awuga. There was too much. Discovery's got to tone it down. Although, I think we're putting blame in the wrong place. As we recall, this is 72 hours of footage. They condense it to 40 minutes or something. So it's the editor. It is the editor. I mean, I would be bored after 24 hours, too. The... uh is that a band Looney Tune at this point? The Awuga person? No, that's all of them. All right. Anyway, so we do a stack ranking system. We do top, middle, bottom, third compared to other reality shows, and some people might stack rank in their stack ranks. Max, what do you got for me? Bottom third, top of the bottom. I was pretty bored, but the format has some some promise, I guess. Brian, what do you got for me? I'm going to do bottom of the middle. Like, there was nothing compelling about it, but I always like learning about this stuff. Uh, Noah, what do you got for me? Bottom show, middle of the bottom. Um, The only thing I I think that redeems the show a little bit is there's like a hint, like a sprinkle of education in in, in here, which is somewhat interesting, but they really drop the ball on there. They don't have a focus. They try and do education, try and do apprentice, trying to do... um, like of expose on Riley, who who the who the fuck knows? All all over the place, trying to squeeze it in. What do you mean? It's a competition between these eight people. Yeah, um, they... it, it, high level premise I get, but the way they're executing, all over bottom show, middle bottom. James, what do you got for me? So I actually like the show, but I'm gonna build on what Noah. And I'm gonna. It's basically gonna be a a middle, but top of the middle. Uh, really just for the two things the manufactured drama and the show just doesn't know i feel like it doesn't know what it wants to be mm. it tries to be a mashup of like six to eight different types of things and i think like the editors were just confused and like didn't know quite the direction sure and so i think it like that's what like kind of notched it down but overall like I, I generally enjoyed it it was it was pretty watchable um i could see watching another one um you know just a little less excited for some of those things but i don't know i might give it another go overall pretty good yeah i'm on your more of your front james i think the show was entertaining i liked watching these people with sharks and interact with sharks uh I, i'm kind of waffling between middle and top third to be honest with you i think that i think i agree that the forced drama really really sucks the show down and they could just speed the show up a lot my fear is that this is a 14 episode show and it really only could survive like six so yeah, fuck it. Top third. We'll put it at the top. 
you know, season six really balling this year. Season five, terrible, awful, terrible yeah. season. But we're we're getting some bangers this year. I will say this show, I feel like it's a bit more across the board than our, most of our shows. Yeah, we're usually in like two buckets, not three. Yeah, well, I uh, I am bucking the trend here. Do it. Uh, we watch too much garbage to not put things that I find entertaining in top third. I'd almost be willing to even hedge the bet. Like, if the show was only for sure like six episodes, I'd almost be willing to say it's a top like Whoa. right on the spot. But Whoa. like, it's very borderline for me. Like, to be clear, yeah, it, it is definitely borderline. I, I think the forced drama definitely pulls it down a little bit. Rolled yeah. proclamations from James Rojal. Uh, Max, you have a well. That's it for our discussion this week. Uh, Max, you have a shout out this week. Uh, not particularly, no. Uh, Brian, you got a shout out? I finished The Mole Season 2. Oh. It, it's way better. Way better Whoa. than Season 1? Yeah. I think that, like, they leaned into a lot of the craziness that they, like, there was not many, like, random challenges in Season 1. Is it better than this show? Yeah. Is it better than Taskmaster? No, definitely not. Brian, I've heard the New Zealand Taskmaster is really good. Ooh. I, I might dive into those after this, these other ones, because I'm diving into like the COVID years of Taskmaster. Oh. Uh, Noah, you have a shout out this week? Uh, yeah, I got two. One, um, I have started on VJ's recommendation, Manifest on Netflix. Ooh, how's it going? It's all right. It's okay. All right. Not quite the hype, but uh, like, okay. I think it's just not for me. Hmm. Um, which is a bit to do with it. Uh, but anything in particular is like not for you. Um, it, it's a this mix of like I don't know what the right term is, but like maybe sci-fi or fantasy. Like, um, I just don't really get into that that much. Is it uh, trying to be Lost? It, I never watched Lost, but I believe it is. Okay. Um, the other show I'm gonna recommend. Um, it's not really a show. It's a uh segment on Late Night with Seth Meyer. Um, but I've been watching it for years. It's called Closer Look. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, YouTube it, Clo- Closer Look. Uh, it's a nice, healthy dose of political rant. Uh, it's excellent. Uh, James, you got a shout out? I do. Uh, I do have to mention, like, if you've listened to this podcast this long, like, I really just want to go play some Man Maneater right now, which is a shark RPG <laughs> video game. So, like, just after watching so much sharks and talking about it, I got to dip into that. You got to eat some people um, with some sharks, huh? Got to. Uh, no, wait, you say eat some, yeah, eat the people with the sharks, correct. Yeah. You play as a shark, and it's great. Yeah. Um, the apex predator. Uh, yeah, so my shout-out, though, I just stumbled into the show, but I kind of knew about it, and it's been on my list for a little bit. Finally dipped into it last night. It's called Brockmire. Uh, it's basically a, a fictional show about Jim Brockmire, who is a uh, character played by Hank Azaria, who does the voice of The Simpsons and like a bunch of other stuff. Um, and he has taken on this persona in the show, where it's like a failed baseball announcer who basically his wife cheated on him really quickly. Um, and he like has a falling out in the stadium, like makes all sorts of inappropriate comments over the air, quits his job, explores the world. Now he's back and he's at this like minor league, like below like bottom barrel of like the teams. And he's doing like PA announcing and it's wildly funny and super well done. Uh, and I'm just enjoying like the ride it's been on. I've watched like two or three episodes and I would highly recommend. What's it on? I love Hank. Is it? Uh, I watched it on Hulu. Okay. Uh, but I don't know if you like need TV or like whatever, but I'm I watched sure. it on Hulu. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Um, Google recommends to watch it on Pluto TV. <laughs> there you go. Google. Of course. I- uh, it's on Hulu. Um, Hulu seems to be most accessible or YouTube TV. Okay. So it seems like a TV. You need the TV service for that. Hmm. 
side note, uh, VJ was very concerned about Manifest not getting picked up. There was a news story that two networks are fighting over picking up Manifest, Netflix and something else. Don't remember off the top of my head. So the chances to get picked up are pretty high. So if you're concerned about picking it up because of that, um, there you go. Uh, my only shout out this week is uh, the Fear Street trilogy on Netflix. It's a trilogy of movies uh, that they're and they all kind of interconnect with each other. And they came out week by week, like a month ago. And they're really interesting. It's a really cool concept. Uh, I think they were a little long, so you could kind of take breaks, watch them for a moment there on Netflix. Uh, but I thought that they ended really well and they were really compelling. And the second one is, is really good. If you like slasher movies, very good. Uh, and uh, that's it for us this week. You can find us on Twitter at Who Be This On. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Who Be This On. You can email us questions and suggestions at Who Be This On at gmail.com. Tag them, bag them, and study them. The story of Shark Academy. Shark Academy.